The wait is over. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is officially live in Ohio. Now you can legally bet on all your favorite sports anytime and anywhere right here in Ohio with DraftKings. For a limited time, new customers who sign up with code CONTEST will receive $200 in bonus bets instantly. DraftKings has the best features including same-game parlays, player props, and more with fast and easy payouts right at your fingertips. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers can use code CONTEST to get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CONTEST. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER 21 and over and physically present in Ohio. Valid one offer per first-time depositors who have not already redeemed $200 in free bets via pre-launch offer. Minimum $5 deposit and wager. $200 issued as bonus bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. See dkng.co slash oh for terms. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. Ladies, gentlemen, everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum, and welcome back to Stardom Quest, the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world. I'm as always Alex, and I'm joined by Dylan. Hi, Dylan. Hey, Alex. Hey, faithful Stardom Quest listeners. Um, today, the day we're recording it, obviously it comes out a day later, is um, November the 11th, 2021. That means that today is the five-year anniversary of our namesake, Queen's Quest. Woo! Yeah, five years. Five years since Io Shirai said, fuck Mayu Iwatani. Um, I, I like Rayo Hazuki and Momo Azanabe now. Um, so yeah, that, that was a pretty big moment. Um, I've been around for five years. That feels like a long time. I hope they never die because I love Queen's Quest. Um, and we all love Queen's Quest. Everybody loves Queen's Quest. So yeah, happy anniversary to them. Um, and yeah, that's a pretty fun fact, isn't it, Alex? Pretty fun fact. I'm sorry, I just think it's kind of funny because, like, November the 11th is, like, Remembrance Day in the UK yeah. for, for the war oh, it's, stuff. It's, <laughs> and you're yeah, just it's like... The, it's Veterans Day. It's Veterans Day here. It's the same thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. And you're just like, yeah, listen, Queen's Quest turned five years old. Like I said last week, I, I didn't say this on the podcast, but uh, like I said the other day, um, at my school, we always lumped Veterans Day into Thanksgiving so that we had... We had five days off on Thanksgiving week instead of a day off uh, today. So uh, kind of fucked up, but that's just how I was raised. Um, we used to do like a little ceremony of Veterans Day. But yeah, um, so, you know, 
Queen's Quest, woo! I mean, listen, I have more respect for Io Shirai than... than easy, easy, <laughs> easy, easy, uh, brother. Calm down there. Yeah, I kind of... I don't even know where I was going with that one. That's, yeah, I don't know about uh, that one. <laughs> um, Alright, yeah, stardom. Stardom wrestling. Joshi wrestling. Um, nothing to do with real-life human politics or anything. Um, yeah, there's no news that I can recall from, from stardom. Um, generally, there's something, but they've been very quiet uh, in the past few days, which is good. Because you know we had a lot of stuff happen last week, so it's nice that they just they decided to quiet down. Um, yeah, very quiet week in Joshi all around. So I think we can just get yeah, straight um, into the review. Yes, but uh, just so everybody knows, I'm eating a Twix bar. So if you hear it, that's what I'm eating. If you hear if you hear that, so yeah. I'm I'm sure they are all very happy to know. So cookies and cream to expire. It's very it's special edition. I see. Okay. Doesn't every chocolate bar have a cookies and cream version now though? Like is it is it really that Pretty special? Pretty much, yeah. But I like Twix. I've been on a big Twix kick lately. I had a dream about about SummerSlam two thousand eleven when they were sponsored by Twix and I woke up one day and I was like, I want a Twix bar. And ever since my whole family has just had a Twix kick all week. We we've eaten so many fucking Twix bars. <laughs> It's not even kind of, it's not even funny. Wow. This yeah. is a lot because like American chocolate is shit, so if you're eating that many it must be good. Oh yeah, I fucking love Twix. Yeah. Twix goes crazy, man. Okay. So I'm not even gonna like talk the... about your, your disrespect of the American chocolate. Oh come on, American chocolate is terrible. Everybody knows this. I mean I mean com- comparison, like I've eaten German chocolate before. It definitely is worse than, than... American is definitely worse than German chocolate. Oh, but I don't think that's bad. What does Germany have to do with this? What? what what's? Because German has good chocolate. Germany has good chocolate. Ireland has good chocolate. Ireland's like the best. Of course, you think Ireland has good chocolate. No. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, come on now. That. Most people say that. Like it's it's a thing. Like we have very I'm, nice no, chocolate. In America, it's like German has Germany has a good chocolate. We don't even. Nobody here thinks that. Like we would say Belgium. Like Belgium has good chocolate rather than yeah, like Belgium Germany. Too. And um, yeah, Ireland has good chocolate, so I, I will, will say that. I'll take your word for it, brother. Yeah, I mean, listen, you'll have to have some someday to understand. Yeah, the yeah, of um, I got to visit the the motherland. <laughs> <laughs> the motherland. <laughs> yeah, Ireland has claimed you and Eddie Kingston over the past while, which is great. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Will Osprey continues to claim that he's one of ours, but uh, we we. <laughs> His application is pending, so, yeah. Bro, dude wants to be so... Like, he wants to be anything but British. But he's the most British motherfucker in wrestling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, because he's like, oh... Uh, well, he used to have this catchphrase, because um, he was a babyface in OTT, because, you know, yeah. he was a babyface everywhere, I guess. And he was like, oh, British-born, but Irish blood in my veins. And I was like, that's not how that works. <laughs> that's also a weird way to say it. Like, that's not even... <laughs> That's not yeah. how, like what the fuck does that ever mean? <laughs> that implies yeah, that like his mom is Irish, which like I don't know. All I know about his mom is, is that I don't he know. refused to pay for a card. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's <was> disappointing. 
See, I and like I don't even hold that against him. I just thought that was a funny bit. Like, I was, <laughs> I, oh man, fucking loser. Okay, start him. Woo. Yeah. So we we were gonna change it up uh, this week because there's there was three shows last week. Uh, we already talked about Kawasaki Super Wars. It got its own episode. Um, so there was three tag league shows last week, and I have made the judgment that nobody really gives a shit about tag league. So. Which is a shame because I've watched most of these most of these matches, and now all my notes are for, are for nothing. That that is that is unfortunate. But we are just going to talk mainly about like the, the better matches, the matches that we thought were really good from the shows, and we're also going to touch on some of the angles that, that went down. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I, I blanked for a second. <laughs> um. Yeah. The first show to review was on. November 4th? Is, was it really a week ago? Wow, okay. Um, this is in Cork and Hall. Yeah. This is 443 fans, which is a pretty decent number. Um, in the opener, Himeka and Natsupoi beat Hanan and Rina. And the next match, Mai Sakurai and Unagi Sayaka beat Fuki Death and Saki Kashima. In the match after Did you that, watch that one? I didn't know. Okay, me neither. Um... The other one, Micah and Siri beat Lady C and Waka Sugiyama. And then in the first match that I want to talk about, we had Azumi and Momo Watanabe beating Mina Shirakawa and Tam Nakano. Uh, I thought this was a really strong match. I thought Dream H had probably their best showing ever in this one. Um, obviously, that's easy when you're up against Momo Oz, but I really do think Tam and Mina brought a lot to this match. And I think Mina especially really showed to me how much she's improved with this match. Like... He used to say that when she was on, she was good, and when she was off, she wasn't. Um, but she very rarely has those off days now. Like I think she's she's really really solid these days. I mean, she's the she's she's the um, Tam is the Genetti of Dream H. I'll say that right now. <laughs> like, and I never thought I would say that, but like, um, whenever they're having, <clears throat> I think that's sort of disrespectful, right? Besides the point, um, I think that. Whenever I'm watching a Dream H match, I, I hate you because now I I say H when it's H, but because I hear you say H so much, and you're Irish, your fucking Irish accent, whatever. Whenever whenever I watch a Dream H match, I think, oh wow, Mina's doing amazing, and also Tam is there too. That's cool. Um, and this was one of those matches that was just absolutely killer. Uh, Mina did absolutely amazing. Azumi early on, like, carried 100%. Um, I think the first five minutes, Momo didn't tag in whatsoever. And Azumi just fought off um, the cutie pair. And I thought that was dope. Because um, she was just sort of, like, fighting for her life. And she was succeeding. Um, and then Momo got in. And she didn't have to do any of the opening stuff. And she just decided to beat the shit out of people. And that's really, really fun. Um, yeah, Mina also exchanged high-speed shit with Azumi. Which is kind of fucking insane. Like it, it looked good too. Like that's awesome. Mina's awesome, bro. Like I mm-hmm. like. That's one place where I will 100% eat crow. Um, number of months ago, I was like, eh, Mina's probably the worst wrestler on the roster. Um, she is far from that. Um, she is probably the best member of her faction on a consistent basis. I'm being honest. Um, and yeah, so shout out to Mina. I thought she killed it. Um, took the spotlight near the end. She went for the implant DDT. Um. And then Azumi got the Azumi Sushi, um, so compliments to the chef on that one. She wins. Uh, and yeah, fun, fun match. I know that you really liked it too, so I'll let you go ahead. Yeah, I mean, uh, you kind of went through a lot of it. I just thought it was really, you know, well-paced, uh, 
you know, the the shots were they weren't like it wasn't like a super stiff match or anything, but they were definitely laying stuff in, which is always appreciated. And honestly, just you know, for a match that went under fifteen minutes, it it really crammed a lot in, and it was very enjoyable. So definitely one of the standout matches of the tournament. Yeah, it was really really good. Um, and also after the match, um, Starlight Kid comes out and calls Azumi the leader of Queen's Quest, which, again, this is like this is like ancient history now, but that was always like the joke was that Azumi. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, Azumi was actually a leader of Queen's Quest. Like when anybody would join it, Azumi was the last one with um with any say. Like she was the person that you had to ask. Um, I know that was always like more of a joke, but like I don't think it's the insult that kid thinks it is because like that's not the issue within Queen's Quest. Like that's like whether Azumi or Momo are the more powerful. Like nobody cares. That's not the point. Um, if she wants to get to to Momo, she has to bring up hey. Ain't ain't your ain't your old tag champion partner um like better than you like you know but besides the point uh and yeah so she comes out Momo says nah Azumi Azumi isn't the leader um I'm the leader or no Azumi says that and she's like hey am I allowed to talk since I won Momo I'm sorry I know that you're kind of in a bad mood um but I just wanted to clear with you that like I I can talk right you don't have to okay I'm gonna talk um and then Azumi says some shit and says they're gonna win tag league for the second year of a row uh fun stuff I hope they do. Fair enough. Um, next match is one that I'm, I'm not sure you might want to talk about. It was Mayu Otani and Rin Katakura beating Ruaka and Starlight Kid. I do actually want to talk about this a little bit at least. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, I love Rin in stardom. I think she's killing it. I think uh, that I wasn't as crazy about the Dream Age versus Blue Marine match as I'm sure you might have been. Um, I don't know, though. I haven't talked to you about it. Uh, but I thought that Rin here and Rin at the end of the of the Dream Age match that we'll talk about later, um, she really killed it. I love seeing Rin win. I think she's dope. I think her and Mayu work very, very well together. I think the thing about this match that made me really like it was that this felt like it was just Mayu and Rin out wrestling a Weirotai for like 10 minutes. And then every once in a while, like fucking Saki would pull somebody's leg and then a Weirotai would get on top for a little bit. But like... At every turn, Awaitotai just fucking lost. <laughs> like every like every counter exchange, Mayu won. Every every single exchange Rin was in, Rin won. Like they never were like on the losing end legitimately. And I found that very, very interesting. Um and it really protected both of them in, you know, their first or second match in the tournament. So I liked that overall. Uh thought the match was fun. Uh Mayu hits Kid with the dragon suplex, then Rin hits um Ruaka with the dragon suplex, and they get the win. And yeah, I thought it was really, really fun. It was a unique to the other tag league matches is what was the biggest focal point to me. So I felt like it was um, a unique flow and pace. And I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I love that my usual thing now is that whenever she wrestles away to tie, she just becomes John Cena. And it's like, I am yeah. I am going to annihilate all of you. It's, it's great. And it makes sense. It makes sense because, I mean, if you beat yeah. every single member of a faction in one day... um then you shouldn't have that much of an issue <laughs> unless like very extenuating circumstances affect it. Um, so she, so it makes sense that she just beats them. Um, and I, I appreciate that. The continuity there. Very. Um, but yeah, I don't really have much to add to that. So if you're done, we can move on to the main event. Mm-hmm. Um, so the main event of this show was Suzuki and Koguma wrestling Saya Kamatani and Utami Hai Shishta to a 20-minute draw. Um, 
I noticed. You pushed that what... one out there. <laughs> I did. You got it out, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I noticed that thing you were saying about how um, some of the wrestlers are referring to Italian sized team as Aphrodite. And I'm like, hmm. Have I just been saying it wrong this whole time? Like, what I is... refuse. I'm not. I'm not calling them Aphrodite. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like I should because, like, that's the canon name. But I don't know, like, why it's not just Aphrodite. Like, that's no. Unless we're all just wrong and it is actually Aphrodite, and like they are correct. I don't know. Yeah, imagine if, if originally that's how it's supposed to be pronounced, like in mythology. Man, that would like shatter my whole world. <laughs> Probably is. I don't know. Like languages are stupid. I don't know. Um, I'm still calling them Aphrodite, though. Enough. Um, but yeah, I thought this tag match was was excellent. I mean, listen, you should, probably should expect that from these two teams, but they really went in there and delivered. I think Kazuki and Utami really followed up on their their world title match really well. Like they had some really cool exchanges, and Saya and Koguma did some really cool stuff. They did kind of the high speed exchange. And uh, once again, Stardom, I'm begging you, give us a Sayakamitani high-speed title run. She is excellent at high-speed wrestling. Um, so her and, her and Koguma did a lot of fun stuff. And honestly, yeah, it was just a lot of tandem offense, a lot of really high-paced wrestling. Just everything you could ask for from a tag match main event, really. Yeah, I, I adore this. There's a certain point in it. Um, well, this was a 20-minute time limit match, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a, a moment from like 13 minutes to 50 to the 15 minute call where it was just absolute chaos. Like all four members were doing shit at all times. Um, and it was beautiful. It was all well done. There was no, like it was paced. It was paced brilliantly. Like they just absolutely killed it for like three minutes straight where they were just going all out. And then there was a double down and it was really, really good. Um, and then after that, Hazuki and Utami got back to some more single stuff and it looked great. Utami and Saya did a human tower Atomico from the middle of the ring. So like Saya just climbed Utami, like, with no support, just mm-hmm. simply climbed to her shoulders and did the fucking Atomico off of it. Fucking insane. Like, that's one of those spots that's, like, if, like, everybody sees, like, Atomicos and Sentons and whatnot all the time, but, like, if you did that, like, 15 years ago, that would be, like, the most insane spot ever done, ever. You know, like, I, obviously, it's been, it's hard when, like, 90s Yoshi exists, but you get what I mean. Like, if... If you saw that in WWE yesterday, people would freak the fuck out. And it's just, un- it's a fucking transition spot here. Fucking insane stuff. Um, and then it ends with Hazuki going on a tear. I actually loved the finish. Um, Hazuki just beats the shit out of Utami. Um, she does an aided cutter with um, Koguma. And then she hits the fucking uh, sheer drop brain buster and gets a visual over Utami in the time limit. Like, that's pretty fucking huge t- a day after you lost your title match. Like that, like they kept her looking good. Like that's pretty dope. I love that finish. Um, and yeah, it was a great match. A uh, fifteen-minute draw or twenty-minute draw. I did not feel it at all. Um, the the opening was good. The like every it was just a great match. I loved it. Yeah, no, I thought it was thought it was great. You know, it it really filled the twenty minutes really well. Um, and I mean, obviously, it kind of got overshadowed by the the post-match angle, but you know. We obviously aren't focusing on Tag League as much as we did the G1, but I mean, I would say there's probably been a handful of, like, four-star-ish matches in this Tag League. Like, it is just 
quietly delivered an amazing tournament so far, and this was definitely one of the best matches. I don't think this was the best match, um, but it was it's definitely like top two or three of the tournament so far. Yeah, it was, it was probably my favorite just personally. Um, I don't know oh. what would. I mean, did you did I, you watch I, the probably... Kimipoi versus FWC? I did. That was crazy. That was a really was fucking good match, dude. Yeah. Yeah, FWC FWC is just so fucking good, man. Oh, they're they're, so they're fantastic. They like Hazuki like, and Koguma, wrestler of the year contenders. Like we like we'll that. talk about we'll talk about this as we talk about the post match, but like keeping them together for a while is the smartest move they possibly can make, um, mm. in my opinion. Even even though I I am obviously um very hungry for that Hazuki wipeout run. Um, her and Koguma grabbing the tag belts and holding them for a while that is is a fucking perfect reality. Yeah, and I suppose we'll just get right on to that. After the match, Kogamo was like, listen, Hazuki, I really want you to join Stars. Um, Hazuki was like, I mean, sure, I guess. Like, I, I don't mind. Um, Mayu Itani came along and was like, I have no objections, but uh, we're baby faces, like, we're the good guys. Hazuki, can you, can you do that? Because <laughs> obviously Hazuki's, um, Hazuki's entire yeah, tenure was... Yes, she was the bad guy in Queen's Quest, and then she was Chaotic Rebel in uh, Oedotai, who weren't exactly healed, but they definitely weren't, like, the clean-cut good guys either. Um, yeah, so even just kind of... Her reaction was even just like, eh, maybe. <laughs> even from her debut... Like, right. Even from her debut, she was, like, wrestling heel against Koguma in her debut yeah. match. Um, and then she aligned with Yoshiko, who Yoshiko was never really, like, a clean-cut babyface in that same way. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so... And from there, she, you know, took a break and then came back as the heel on Queen's Quest. Um, and then yeah. as soon as Queen's Quest started becoming baby faces a little bit, uh, she left Queen's Quest. So yeah, she's never for like a minute been a, a genuine babyface, um, even since being a rookie. So that's pretty pretty dope, in my opinion. Um, but she, even when she said the word, she was like, baby face. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, hmm. Also, you, you missed the most important part. Um, <laughs> Koguma, so yeah, Koguma invites Suzuki to Stars, um, and then Mayu comes out, and Koguma's like, "Hey Mayu, so um, I just invited Suzuki to Stars. Is that cool?" And Mayu's like, "I, yeah, okay, yeah, cool." Um, and Mayu's like, "But you gotta ask her. Like, it's her, it's her choice." So Koguma runs over and goes to hand Suzuki the mic and just punches her in the face with the microphone, <laughs> and everybody's laughing and. Suzuki's like holding her eye because she got fucking jabbed in the eye with the microphone, and then Mayu just like is laughing and she's like, "Yeah, that's the shit that happens in stars." Just so you know, like that happens a lot. Yeah. Just sorry about that, but that happens. You know, you're gonna get hit in the head with your microphones. It, it's how it be. Um, and yeah, absolutely adored this entire segment. Um, also, uh, FWC took the second name, like a, a nickname, as the Fallen Angels. Dope name. Love that name. Always love that mm-hmm. name. Think it's the coolest fucking name ever. Um, I think every time I've ever ever heard Fallen Angel, I always think, okay, whoever is using that is cool. Um, even Christopher Daniels. So you know that that says a lot. Um, no respect yeah. to him. I actually like Christopher. I don't know why I said that. Besides the point. Um, <laughs> so Hazuki agrees to the invitation, um, saying she'll join but remain her true self, um, and you know still be the Hazuki that she is which is cool um and then mayu says okay well we have to clean clear the decision with everybody so uh hanan is that cool and hanan says yes um and then she's like ida is actually here uh because there's a photo shoot today and ida had to come in so um ida how do you feel about this 
And Ida comes running down, fucking screaming, <laughs> fucking screaming, crying, runs into the ring, almost refucks up her knee. Everybody was freaking the fuck out because she <laughs> rolled into the ring wrong. Yeah. Even I, like, I know that she didn't hurt her leg because I watched this segment, like, two days ago, and it happened a week ago. Um, I know that she didn't re-injure her leg so it would be, you know pretty evident if she did but i was like freaked out. i was like be careful Ida. jesus christ like it scared the shit out of me um and yeah Ida's crying screaming um she rolls into the ring and then she says hazuki's like a parent to me um and her joint stars makes me very very happy and she's crying and they hug and man that just like i actually cried i i actually cried when that happened like because everybody knows why um you know i i have a lot of um kinship for everybody in that scenario uh with kagetsu and hazuki and ida and all that so it made me very very happy to see them just like hug and you know be able to be homies on screen so yeah homies homies Homies. yeah um i thought that was i i love the photo of hazuki going to hug mayu hazuki looked so happy in that one um yeah like she just seems so happy to be back wrestling um and yeah star was crying too which is which is also like a thing to to behold. Yeah, it stars. It looks so odd when you look at them because it's like Mayu is like super tall and blonde now, and then Hanan is also taller than everybody else, and then Ida with her like multicolored hair is tiny. She, she dyes she dyes her hair every other week, and I'm like, you're gonna have to go bald soon because like mm. <laughs> you are dying it a lot. Like you yeah. see on her Instagram story, every other week she has a different hair color. I'm just like, Ida, honey, I like this is. <laughs> this is not good for your hair. No. I, I dyed my hair once and I'm still paying for it. Like, it's my hair is yeah, still yeah, so much stringier than it used to be. I'm just like, why, why did I do this? It, it, yeah, it was a, it, it's a terrible decision. Uh, mm-hmm. On my part, at least. Uh, she looks great with it, but every couple weeks is a bit much. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely a, a sight for sore eyes, the stars. Um, there's so much potential for this stars faction. Like, uh, give me the Mayu, Koguma, and Hazuki artists of stardom title run now. Like, that is going to be amazing. You know, like, I yeah. like, holy shit. And then if you even want to hold off and have like Hazuki, Koguma, and Ida or something challenge and win the artist belts, even that would produce so many great matches. Um, and obviously, now Hazuki and Koguma are going to be a team full-time going forward and that's a fantastic addition to the tag division i mean fwc versus um alk is obviously like the big match for, i think for a lot of us but then you also have like uh, fwc versus maybe Mika and hibeka which i think would also be be really good um and then any combo from queen's quest against fwc in a title match just there's so much good stuff to to happen there and yeah, Hazuki going there makes everybody involved happy, and it is also going to be fantastic on screen. And it's it's nice that there is some life to stars. Stars is not just Mayu Utani and uh, whatever stragglers she can get to thread along. It is now a living, breathing unit with uh, potential. Yeah, um, if you want to count Rin as a part-time member of Stars, this has to be like obviously it's hard to beat the fucking 2019 constellation of stars but like this is a very 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 close fucking like this is insane when you think about like because pound for pound you think about like the old stars it was uh mayu uh arisa 
uh, Tam, Saki, Kid, Ida, Hanan. You know, that's a fucking insane. Like, that's probably an unbeatable group right there. But, like, right now, like, fucking Mayu, Hazuki, Koguma, Ida, Hanan, and Rin. That's a fucking insane group, too. Like, mm-hmm. again, like, I was thinking about the other day. I was like, well, it's not better than, like, the old stars, obviously. But that's because the old stars like pound for pound was the greatest group to ever exist like when you have two of the greatest wrestlers of all time um in the same group and also tam in her prime and also you know kid getting onto another level and also saki doing great like it's hard to beat that um but this is an insane fucking group right now um and i love it i love it to bits um also just a little thing from me at the end of the at the end of the whole uh shindig the whole grouping together and everybody's talking and whatnot hazuki doesn't know the star's outro um so i try to teach it to her but she's like eh, you know well, i'll do that some other time and then koguma's like okay i'll do it um and the crowd was kind of like not dead but they weren't super hyped so hazuki um <laughs> did the old kagetsu fan appeal where she where she just like yells everybody over and over again like i don't know it made me it was very wholesome to me um, and everybody's freaking the fuck out. Everybody's getting super hyped. Um, she's like, I know you guys can't yell, but but yell. Like, don't, just make some noise. And I was like, yeah, woo. Um, and then they closed the show, and it was very wholesome. Um, her and Saya did the S together. And yeah, Stars is the best faction in the company again. Who would have thought? I mean, that's that's a high, it's a high bar. But um, yeah. I mean, when that's your enough. worst member is Hanan, like, I mean, Hanan's fucking dope. Like, I don't know. It's, I mean, the, like, yeah, DDM I mean, is good. Like, yeah. DDM is, and so is Queen's Quest. Like, it's, it's not, I think DDM it's has hard. Them beat. I don't DDM know. DDM probably has them beat. I don't know. That new fairy blink might. Like, that's, that is a fucking crazy Yeah, move. that is ridiculous. Um, yeah, we will get on to that soon. Um, the next show to review, um, now that we can leave the uh, stars stuff in the review uh this was on the 6th of november um this is in the uh Ukaru-chan arena um oh, two, yeah. 200 yeah it did 220 fans which you know is a, is a decent attendance um in the opener rock and starlight kid beat lady c and waka Sukiyama in tag league action uh the next match was momo Watanabe defeating saki kashima um, i want to say um I don't want to get into this too much. This match was terrible. I'm gonna be honest. Really? Oh, wow. <laughs> I did not. I did not like this match whatsoever. It was. It reminded me of like it was Saki at her most heat. Oh no! You know where it's like it's like it started. It remember that Saki Mayu match earlier the year in the year with the 10th anniversary mm-hmm. thing, the bad yes. one. This was that, but oh, a no. little bit shorter. Yeah. So luckily it was shorter, but. It was just not fun. Um, it started with, you know, like, Saki, like, hey, join Oedo Tai, hey, and then Momo's like, no. And then uh, Kid just grabs Momo's leg, pulls her out, and they just beat her up for a while. Then they go back in the ring, and uh, Saki sits on her a bit, heals her once or twice, you know, stomps her a bit. Um, and then after a while, Momo just wins by reversing the revival um, after yeah. six minutes. It was, it, was a, it was very not good, in my opinion. Okay. Um, I will say this was meant to be a, a three-way match with with Micah initially. Micah actually took this weekend off of shows um, just to to deal with some lingering issues. Um, so nice to see her get a break. She's been a, a bit of a workhorse this year. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, she she did miss the shows. Um, the next match then was Saya Kamatani and Siri wrestling to a double countout. Um, 
this was nothing really to write home about. This wasn't anything close to their GP match. Um, nothing close to what either of them can do. It was definitely an exhibition match, in my opinion. Like it, it didn't feel like either of them were like. Yeah, it didn't feel like either of them were trying to win. No. It just felt like they were trying to like wrestle for a while, and then eventually the end of the match will happen. Yeah, <laughs> these countouts get are so funny. Like I don't mind the the double countout results. Like it's it's whatever, but they're so funny because it'll just be two people wrestling right next to the ring at like fifteen, and they're like, you know what? I don't want to win. I'm gonna hit my move, even if it's completely <laughs> illogical. And then they're like, "Oh no, wait! I got counted out." And it's like, "What? Like, do, do, do are, were your ears blocked? Like, can you not hear the referee? You were standing next to the ring. Like, um, they're so they're just they're so funny. Um, yeah, that was that was how this match ended. Was a double count out. Uh, Siri took a mad bump on the outside and then just like got up and did a knee because why not? Um, and yeah, the Sorry, match I've been, I've been in a Twix. That's that's all right. I didn't. You didn't need to add anything there. Uh, the next match was my Sakurai and Unagi-Saka beating Himeka and Natsupoi in uh, tag league action. I believe Unagi rolled up Natsupoi, if I'm mm. not mistaken. I didn't watch this actually. I I I I, I remembered that uh, the one good my Sakurai match I've ever seen was against um, Jumbo. So I was yeah. like, oh, I'll watch this. And I watched the first like three minutes, and I was like, "This is the most boring shit I've ever seen." Mm. <laughs> so I skipped to the end, and Unagi um, rolled up Natsupoi, which kind of sucks, but you know it happens. Yeah. Okay. Um, the next match was Suzuki and Koguma beating Azumi and Utami Hayashishta. Um, I'll be completely honest; I forgot this match happened, and I'm very disappointed because I imagine it was really good. Yeah. The thing is, is that like Utami and Suzuki have wrestled each other three times in five days, um, and they still kept it fairly fresh i like i completely respect that um but this match definitely wasn't like um on the caliber of like either of their other matches obviously and the thing with it was it felt more like one of those um segmented singles matches instead of a tag match where it felt like okay um koguma and izumi will get in there and then they'll wrestle um for four minutes and then utami and Hizuku will get in there and they'll wrestle for four minutes not really inner any interaction between the teams um it felt kind of like um, I don't want to say soulless, because it was a fine match, it was a good one, but it, it felt, uh, there was definitely some stuff missing here that I was kind of expecting there'd be, you know, more of, just because of the teams involved, but can't really complain, this was definitely a match to get um, Koguma over as a high-speed challenger, so she pinned Azumi with the Everest German suplex, um, looked as good as ever, so yeah, I mean, it was fine, but I think you forgetting it is definitely warranted, quite honestly. Oh, okay. Um... I also forgot this main event happened. Uh, it was Stream H uh, wrestling Mayu Utani and Rin Katakura to a 20-minute time limit draw. Um, don't think I'll ever bite the bullet and watch this one. Um, just, you know, don't want I to. Have, <laughs> I have some brief things to say. Um, yeah. so did you early, watch it? I did watch it. I watched oh, it all the way through. Oh, you poor thing. Was it good? Um, I feel like it would be good. It The last few minutes... So... Yeah. Tam and Mayu did Tam and Mayu things, and I don't want to see mm-hmm. Tam and Mayu do Tam and Mayu things right now. Um, so that was pretty bad. But the re- the Rin and Mina stuff was so good, like really, really fresh and like compelling that like it was only like I would say like forty five percent of the match, but that was like really good stuff. So like the the rest of it was fine, 
But that was really good. Um, I, I actually really enjoyed all of the Mina and Rin interactions. At one point, Mina hit the Hertz donut. So shout out to Johnny Gargano one one time. <laughs> um, I actually fucking adore that move. Um, so shout out to Mina and Johnny Gargano. Um, Rin, oh, one of my favorite spots this match was Rin hitting a really good super kick on Mina. Mina like staggering off the ropes and then falling into a capo kick. Beautifully done. Like, nice. greatest match of the year. Greatest match of the year, just for that. <laughs> um, it obviously wasn't, because I don't think it was that amazing of a match. But, like, such a great sequence. It, it flowed perfectly. Mwah, chef's, qu- chef's kiss right there. Um, and then, yeah. Uh, how did they? Oh, yeah. Mina hit the implant DDT off the top rope um, on Rin. And then it, the time expired. So, yeah. Um, and then Kozen were just fucking dickheads afterwards. Rin was, like, out on the floor. Mayu was, like, trying to, like, get her to, like, get up. Like, hey, are you okay? And fucking Tam just walks over and stomps on Rin's head. And I was like, what the fuck was that? She is, like, out cold. <laughs> so, yeah. Real shitty people in Kozen. Wow. Um, real I'm pieces of shit. <laughs> um, also... Rin closed the show, um, and her and Hazuki. I don't know why, but it looked like her and Hazuki have been friends for like years. Like they, like they, like just like had like this natural energy between the two of them. I was like, haven't you guys like just met? Like, am I stupid? Like, did they wrestle together ever? Like, they seemed like they're fucking homies. Um, and I saw them like hugging and like you know Hazuki helping Rin up, and I was like, hey, hey, that reminded me of Deshaun. Shout out to the pad one. Um, Love that guy. That's my little brother right there. Um, Cause there's two favorite wrestlers, obviously. And yeah, uh, they close the show. Rin closes the show specifically. And yeah, it was a. That's when I realized that's like, damn, this stars is like fucking insane. Especially if you include Rin, like it's fucking mad. But we yeah, move on. no, that's pretty good. Um, but yeah, the last show to review was on the seventh of November. Uh, this is in the Fujisan mess. Uh, I probably messed that up. But uh, this had 382 fans, which is a pretty decent number. Um, this venue... Probably. Uh, this venue is notable because it is at the foot of uh, Mount Fuji, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, they also so, yeah. pictures yeah, with Fuji <laughs> in the background. Yeah. Um, so the opener of the show was Momo and Abe beating Roaka. Uh, the next match was Mina and Tam. Wait, 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 wait. I need to. I need to preface. That was a good match, just so everybody knows. It was like Ruaka. That was one of those matches where, like, you remember, oh yeah, like when they give Ruaka like a really good wrestler, she just has like one of the best matches on the card. Like, it, like you forget how good Ruaka potentially can be against like the top tier wrestlers. She fucking killed it here. But we can move on. Also, the rice ball incident was very funny. Okay. I don't know what that is, but I, I'm afraid to ask. So Ruaka brought out a rice ball, said, hey, if you join Oedota, I'll give you this rice ball. Uh, Momo beat her with a bee driver. Momo left the ring, like almost went to the back, then looked back and ran and grabbed the fucking rice ball, <laughs> ran out of the building, and Ruaka chased after her. Um, and then there was a, a promo afterwards where Momo's like, I'm not joining Oedota, takes a bite out of the rice ball. Rice balls are pretty fucking good. <laughs> she walks away, and I was like, "Man, girl boss shit right there." I love that. I'm I'm here for it, Momo. That's amazing. Um, yeah. The um the next match is Mina Shirakawa and Sam Nakano beating Saki Kashima and Starlight Kid. Uh, the match after that was Mayu and Rin beating Lady C and Waka in tag league action. Uh, the next match actually was... good match. Actually good yeah? match. Oh. I didn't. I wasn't planning on watching it. Um, because I haven't really watched any Waka or my matches, because I 
haven't felt like it. But again, this is where Waka sort of displayed that it's like, oh yeah, Waka isn't bad. So that's cool. I feel um, like Waka and Lady C have had a very under the radar, like solid tournament. Like I think they've both yeah. been quite good. Like anytime I've seen them, they've had like really good performances. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Also, yeah. uh, Waka went for a victory roll and brained herself on the mat, um, <laughs> like really fucking hard. And then Rin just turned him o- turned her over into a Boston crab and won. <laughs> like it was kind oh, of fucked. Oh man, it was a fucking great. Wait, 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 wait. Oh my god, I don't know if this has been a spot throughout the entire tournament, so I have to bring it up here. Okay, Lady C, giant swings Waka as a fucking wrecking ball and hits her opponents with her. Oh my god. <laughs> Best spot I have seen all year. Not even joking. Fucking, uh, like, dude. Like, it's one thing to, like, use your opponent and Wrecking Ball, but, like, she used her small friend and just wicked her, whapped her, fucking, like, and then Mayu just kicked, fucking, Mayu kicked Waka in the head and Lady C dropped her and was like, oh shit, sorry. <laughs> oh man, that was a fucking great match. I love that shit. Real fun stuff. All right, we we are officially watching uh, every Waka and Lady C match retroactively now. This this is yeah, happening. Yeah, okay. I, know. I don't know. I don't know if that was like a spot that they did it, the entire it is, tournament. But it is. It oh. is. Um, I looked. I was just checking Twitter there, and I saw uh, a gif posted of the Waka and Lady C match with uh, Siri, where they did that spot, and they actually hit Such Siri with Waka. <laughs> it's it's yeah, so good. Such a good spot. Yeah. Um, the next match then was Hazuki and Koguma versus Mai Sakurai and Unagi Sayaka. This was 13 minutes and 11 seconds, and it was amazing for all of 60 seconds. Um, okay, I was I was match, worried because <laughs> yeah, I was like, it was no. fun, like somewhere, but like not not the entire time. No, so um, I'm pretty sure you mentioned last week that uh, yeah. Koguma had Koguma stolen Mai's. Yeah, so Koguma stole Mai Sakurai's ribbon. Um, she also stole something from Unagi that I couldn't make out. It looked like a phone case, maybe? Um, I'm not yeah, really sure. Know. Basically, Koguma is in the ring, and she's like, Haha, I have your items, your personal items. She, she's literally um, holding the fucking the headband around her wrist, and like yes. they go to shake hands, or like, give me the fucking wristband, and she's like, no, fuck you. <laughs> it was... So, oh, I love Koguma. I'm sorry. So what proceeds to happen is... Uh, my Sakurai chases Koguma around the venue uh, until Unagi catches her, and uh, Mai and Unagi regain possession of their stolen items. Um, and then the match is boring for 10 minutes, and then Unagi and Hazuki kind of forearm the shit out of each other for a little bit, and it was good again, and then yeah. it ended. So, yeah, just check out like the my first Sakurai's... minute or two. And then my Sakurai's elbow drop is still fucking terrible, by the way. Yeah, listen, we yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the main event then the Donald. Wait, 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 you didn't even you didn't even the most important part the the wrap up. Koguma stole more shit <laughs> after the really? match. I didn't she, notice. She what grabbed. She, she grabbed Unagi's wrist piece. Unagi oh just God. doesn't have like she stole her gear. Like it's getting to the point where she's stealing like whole ass pieces of gear. <laughs> like I love this woman. She is so this cool. Is, this is funny because isn't like Yogi Bear's entire thing that he steals, <laughs> and now Pogba the bear is also stealing. Oh my God, you're right. Oh, I love 
I love bears. They're so cool. <laughs> don't, 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 no, don't, don't, don't. I know. I know how it just stop, okay? Stop funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I said that, I said that like the Chris Pratt announcement. I love bears. They're so cool. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> oh, let's not talk about it. Let's just move on. Let's just move on. Okay. Um, in the main event of this show, <laughs> I make a not-so-point theory. If people don't get the joke, like, if people don't understand why we're laughing, we just sound like two idiots laughing about bears. <laughs> Anybody who is terminally oh online enough to, to listen to a stardom podcast definitely knows the joke. Oh, man. All right. Okay. <sighs> yeah, okay. I'm so the main event, main event was Hineka Natsupoi and Siri beating Azumi, Sai Kamatani, and Utami Hashishta. Um, there wasn't a lot of note to this match until the finish when uh, Natsupoi pulled out some uh, gravity breaking shit uh, to, to pin Sai Kamatani. So she starts sitting on Sai's shoulders. Electric like she jumps style. up. Yeah. yeah, electric chair style. And then she spins out of that, lands almost like she's going to take an, uh, a dragon suplex, but then turns that into a roll-up and got the win with that. Roll. Yeah. And this is called the Ferial Blink, I think is the name. See, okay, so she did a move called the Fairy Blink on Momo. Like, she's done the move before. But it's never looked this good. So I think this is just, like, a new version of the Fairy Blink. See, one of them might be the Fairy Blink, and the other one is, like, the Ferial Blink, you know? No, the the Ferial, that's the Ferial Assault, which is the uh, jumping from the top rope. We're thinking of something completely different. But this might be a ferial blink because. But it's is, not an aerial. Oh no, it's the fairy blink. Okay, all right. Yeah, I think this is just. I think it's just the update version of the fairy blink. Yeah, it's actually wild because she like spins at least twice. Like she spins twice before oh, yeah. landing. Like that is crazy. Um, and I knew I'd seen something similar before. And Command Bolshoi used to do this, but she she transitioned it into like a leg lock instead of a a roll up. But if you're in the conversation uh, with Command Bolshoi, who is like one of the most innovative wrestlers of her entire generation, then you you were doing something right. Um, Dude, wait! You didn't even mention the most impressive part is that she she gets up to the electric chair so swiftly, like oh my! She just like jumps off the knee and just lands like perfectly on top of her shoulders. Like that is fucking insane. Like it's so. I'm watching the gif now. It is so seamless. Like it's actually absurd. Yeah, it's it was ridiculous. I think that's where the the Bolshoi comparison comes in, though, because Bolshoi was similarly like ridiculously smooth. Um, there might have been another wrestler who did a similar move. Let me see. There's an ice ribbon bond. wrestler who does it. I don't know who. Oh yes, yes. Um, is it Sukushi? No, Sukushi does a similar one, but I don't think so. <clears throat> I know somebody said it to me in replies to yeah. a tweet that I made. 
but I tweet so much that it is very difficult <laughs> to find. You do tweet a lot. I do. I was in a shit posting mood for a while. Um, let's see. This is great mm -hmm. audio, by the way. Just us it watching is. this gif over and over again, looking for tweets. Like, yeah, like, I didn't just, see the I'm ice. I'm still turban. impressed by it. Yeah. I'm still impressed. No, by no, it. nobody mentioned the ice ribbon wrestler to me, so I don't, I don't know what ice ribbon wrestler it is. It's probably Squishy because I know she does a lot of cool shit. Um, yeah, she does the the Harukaze thing, which is similar, but like not very similar actually, but still pretty awesome. Um, but yeah. Uh, that was the main highlight of this match, really. I watched it, and I was kind of like, this is just your standard, like, multi-person, three-on-three match that we've seen these two factions have. Um, obviously, Utami and Suri got in there and did stuff, and uh, Utami and Hameka did stuff, and then, you know, Saya and Poi did the finishing stretch, which led to that cool move. But that was really, that was really all that was there in that match, I thought. It is so well done, holy shit. Like, even the pin, because, like, it looks like, Saya's genuinely like struggling you know mm -hmm. like it, it but she heard oh my like it is just such a beautiful sequence that is fucking insane i've watched it at least like 150 times at this point sorry we can continue though which gif is better this or that one of eddie kingston running from Dude, okay no okay i know this is a starving podcast but i gotta say eddie kingston is like the greatest wrestler of all time like i love that man to death like he is so fucking cool okay sorry we could we could oh fucking love that guy um so yeah the uh the finals of this goddess of stardom tag league is this weekend uh funny enough so it is on the yeah it is on the 14th of november uh, it's at Cork and Hall. Um, we're going to try and preview this. It's it is wild difficult. how fucking... How the challenger and the champion for the Wonder Belt are at one point. Yeah. It's... <laughs> I don't know. Cause it's, not the... like, it's not like they aren't working well together. Because they are working perfectly mm -hmm. fine together. Like, if that was the story, like, oh, it's champion and challenger. Like, I don't know why, but like... Tag League is the is the season that Tam just loses every match. It used to be it used to be Jungle, but now it's Tam. Tam just uses loses every match in Tag League. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's you know, I don't think anybody ever really notices that much. So, except for me, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like the the blocks are really loaded up going into this final. So just to, just for clarity, like right. So the red block is currently Aphrodite have five points. Himepoi 21 have 6. Uh, FWC have 5. Uh, two of the teams have 4. And then there's one team on 0. In the blue block, it is Blue Marine with 7. Uh, I believe it's Siri and Micah with 6. Yep. Momoz have 5. Then there's another team with 5. So That's Raka and, and Kid. Yeah. So, like, there's at least 3 or 4 teams in contention to qualify in both blocks yeah, um so it's it's gonna be a fun time and also the table isn't translated so um i'm not fully aware of some of these wrestlers i could i i know who all of them are for yeah. the most part because yeah, see i can one. make it out i can make out some of them like Hino boy 21 is obvious because it's little 21 um but then there's the one that under team... fwc is yeah, Unagi no and, and my Sakurai. Oh really? Oh. I know okay. the I know the Unagi. Yeah, it's that one. So yeah, okay. I think. 
<laughs> I don't know. I hope. Yeah, it would be nice yeah, if Stardom... Points, they have four points, yeah, that makes sense. It'd be nice if Stardom's English Twitter account would, like, do their job and update people on the tournament that's happening right now, but, you know... It's hard to ask for, for perfection sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. This is very hard to read. <laughs> it is, yeah. Like, the blue um, block is easy, because, like, it, they all have, like, very distinctive names, except for Ruka and kid and even kid has a very distinctive name but like the red block i have no idea who half these fucking teams are like i know oh the last one's water and oil so yeah it, ah yes yes yeah. yes okay okay uh so let's go through the card and i'll try to think of maths because this is very complicated right. um i suppose i'll start at the bottom so it is the blue goddess block tam nakano and mina shirakawa versus lady c and waka um so both the teams are <laughs> yes, they're both eliminated. Uh, Dream H have one point. C Moon have zero. Uh, presumably, my or Tam and uh, Mina will win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That does make sense to me. Um, next match on this lineup, I doubt this will go on second. Is uh, Momoas versus Blue Marine. This and is this like is kind of a decider. Yeah. Even though, okay, this... so. There are two deciders in... So, yeah, there's two matches that are deciders in the blue block, obviously. Um, so, if uh, Micah... Is Momoa's eliminated? Technically? Like, theoretically? Um, did they lose to Siri and Micah? Uh, did they? Maybe... Uh, I think they did, the yeah. There's a black yeah, circle did. there. So... Yeah, because I think even if they win, um, oh no, if they win and Micah and Siri lose, then they would go through. So, but Kid and wait, did they beat Kid and Raka? Oh yeah, they did. Or did they draw with them? Wait, no. I fucking hate how small these names are. No, tournament math. Yeah. Man, okay, so so if Momoaz wins, then they go to a tiebreaker. So Momoaz is not winning. Um, because if they won, Momoaz will go to. T- if they won, they would need uh, a Wado tie to win. And if a Wado tie won, then they would go to a tiebreaker. Um, same with a Wado tie. Inversely, a Wado tie needs to win, and Wado tie needs Momoaz to win. Um, to go to the final. Uh, fucking if Micah and Shuri beat a Wado tie, um, then I believe they go to eight, and they would need Blue Marine to lose. Yeah, so Blue Marine wins and they win. That's pretty yeah. much it. Um, and if they tie, then it it becomes a little bit more convoluted because then they have to bank on uh, Micah and Shuri losing. A lot of bullshit. But I but no wait no yeah if Blue Marine wins if they tie, then Micah and Shuri might win. But even then, I don't think that that's possible because they well, they already hold on. lost. My, Mayu, Mayu and Rin have the tiebreaker over Micah and Siri anyway. Yeah, so yeah. if Blue Marine if Blue Marine wins, then they win. That's it. Uh, if they draw, that, I think they win as well. Yeah, so as long as Blue Marine does... I mean, they would go undefeated if if they drew or won. So it would make sense why they would win um, either way. Otherwise, there's like some certain places where it's like Micah and Shuri could win. But that's pretty much it. Those are the only two that are really in contention. is Micah and Shuri and Blue Marine. Um, and it just depends on how that falls. 
So yeah, uh, I think you think it maybe I think Blue Marine wins. Um, I think it depends on where it is on the card because if I don't think they would have this. Well, this might go on last for the the. Block. I think what they might do. Yeah, I think what they might do. I mean, it has to go on last because if Bloom if they go on before the last match and Blue Marine wins then Blue Marine wins. And if they don't, and Momoaz wins, then, like, I'm pretty sure, just statistically, what, they would be at seven. Yeah, it's very unlikely. Well, I mean... Uh... Yeah, I just imagine that it goes on last, honestly. But it might not. Yeah, but... for for its block, anyway. It'll probably I think last. I think Blue Marine goes to the finals. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Yeah, because no, I don't think I DDM could, loses the belt. I could see Micah and Siri drawing with Kid and Rocka just because that was originally Kid and Konami, and I think that that would make sense if if that were ended up in in a draw. And then, uh, would you have two teams go to a draw? Hmm. I don't know. About I don't know. That. Yeah, maybe Blue Marine just like wins. Yeah, I think that's it. Because, like, otherwise... Because, remember, Micah and Sherry go to the finals, the tiles are on the line. Yeah. So they can't win. Unless they're dropping the... Unless DDM are just dropping the belts immediately. Which I just don't see them doing anymore. No, it'd be pretty pretty silly, I think. Um, so, yeah, I guess we would have Micah and Sherry win against Kid and Rocka, and then that would set up... Mayu and, and Momo or Blue Marine versus Momoaz is, is kind of a big match in the block. Yeah, because then Blue Marine has to win there. But Momoaz yeah. is eliminated by that point. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, I don't think that would matter too much. It is a shame that Momoaz are going to end up with like the like fourth from the top, but you know, it is what <laughs> yeah. it is. Yeah. Um... So let's see, the next one, oh yeah, the next one's Micah and Siri versus Kid and Rocka, but we already have uh, Micah and Siri winning that. Yeah. Um, Honestly, it doesn't matter who wins that, Some like, no. Blue Marine is, yeah, you know. Yeah. Okay. Um, the next match is Unagisaka and Mai Sakurai versus Hanan and Rina. Um, I can maybe see Hanan and Rina pulling it out of the bag here. Uh, just. To, I really hope they do. Yeah, because I, I think you could keep Unagi and Mai out of contention then and you'd get Hanan like maybe a big win. Yeah, it, it's difficult because Mai's obviously the next challenger technically, but like pound for pound the Shimai should just win here. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I don't know, I just think that would make more sense. Plus it would get yeah. them a win. Um I think it could highlight the fact that's like if they work together very well, then they can beat everybody, but that just never happens. So I think if they just like for one match, just end up working extremely well together and beat Mai, um, and then they after the match they like are like, "Hey, we won!" and then Rina beats the Shadow Hanan or something. I think that would be a good little uh, story there that they could do um, to keep Definitely. both of them looking kind of interesting. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, the next match is Hazuki and Koguma versus Saki Kashima and Fuki and Death. Um, okay, both math are on. Time. Okay, so. FWC is on five points and their opponents mm-hmm. are on four. Mm-hmm. Who I think are FWC? I think um, not FWC. Um, 
I love Tokyo Sports is essentially eliminated because even if they win, um, like any result, but in Aphrodite versus yeah, Himekoi sees them out. Yeah. So FWC, uh, they get this win, I think, and then they go to seven. Um, is that agreed upon that they go to seven here? Because I don't see them losing. Really? You think? You think Saki and, and Death win? Yeah, it's Saki and Death. They both are roll-up specialists. I mean, yeah, but I, I'm I'm thinking FWC gets at least super close to the tag league final. Well, they're on five points. Exactly. So I think I'm going to seven and being the te- the team to beat for the main event. Um, I think that makes sense. I guess, but then you have to have Himapoi win, don't you? Well, I mean. Who has the okay, tiebreaker yeah. there? Uh, let's see, let's who see, does let's have the tiebreaker? They didn't draw. That was Aphrodite. Um, Jumbo has the draw. Yeah, remember? Didn't Jumbo beat Hazuki? Or not Hazuki? Beat uh, 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 Pokemon. Remember, it was a good Hizuki, match. Oh yeah, so Himeka and Atsupoi hold the tiebreaker over Hazuki and Kokuma. Yeah. Um, yes. I don't know. But that doesn't matter because they would go to seven. So if Jumbo. And it's oh fuck yeah, so it's it's tiebreakered out because if FWC goes to seven, the only way they could win theoretically is if they if Aphrodite won, but then they would have to go to a to a tiebreaker, you know, tiebreaker, playoff, yeah. yeah, a playoff. That's what it's called, yeah. So, hmm, this is interesting because like FWC is like basically eliminated unless yeah. Yeah, because even they're I don't as think eliminated as yeah, they're as eliminated as Momoa's are, mm. um, which is I didn't really expect, but yeah, they seem yeah. to be going a different direction than we thought. Um, so yeah, the, I don't know. I feel like you could you could just uncomplicate things and have I love Tokyo Sports win here, because then you you have more options in that main event. Yeah, that's true. Do they put Aphrodite in the tag league though? Like in the tag league final though? No, I think you could um you could have that go to a draw and then Natsupoy and Himeka wrestle Blue Marine and Blue Marine wins. A Blue Marine win would come out of left field, honestly. Like I, I, I was like I love Blue Marine, I think they've had a really good tournament, but like I did not expect them to, you know, be my favorites in the tournament. But yeah, I think they I think they probably win this because... I don't see any of the other teams winning. Even, no. And it also brings up the the thing with with Julia, where it's like, this won't get paid off for a few months. Mm-hmm. So, like, obviously I'm not saying that all these teams are going to fucking split up, but, like, I don't think Natsupoi and Jumbo are the team in DDM. You know, I think no. they're still probably sticking with uh, Micah and Jumbo, and Julia's just out right now. And, you know, obviously my Himapoi, but I just don't see them as the... You know, they aren't going to be the protected team over the next three months, in my opinion. Uh, Blue Marine, since Rin isn't around too much, they can be protected. You know, like, that that is not hard. They just don't have to team up often, and when they do team up, they just don't lose. Like, it's not that hard. So, looking at it that way, I think Blue Marine probably beats... Um, yeah, I think they beat I think they beat Little Big Planet. Yeah, I could see that, because, I mean... 
him and Poi are, are somewhat pushed, but they aren't like you aren't burning off a match doing human poi. It would also it would also comedically uh, continue the trend of every single major tournament since DDM's inception has had the final have a DDM member. Yeah, that's true. To keep that trend for what the second year, like it's been, <laughs> like this is the sixth tournament, seventh maybe. Yeah, sixth actually. Yeah, yeah. fucking insane. Seventh if you <laughs> count know. the the Cinderella tournament, or not the Cinderella. Seventh if you count the motherfucking Wonder of Star Trios? Championship tournament. Oh yeah, yeah. No, they um, they lost trios because of way to time. Oh yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think, I mean, the only other result that could happen is Aphrodite goes through to the final. Um, and if they go to the final, they kind of have to win. And honestly, I think Saya is probably the the next white belt champion. So you probably don't want her, you know, in a match with ALK just after winning that white belt. They might do that so that Utami can get her revenge. On Shuri and take the belts off Shuri immediately, and yeah. Aphrodite gets have the belt. Another Wonder Champion holding the the tag belts at the same time. It's literally their favorite thing to do. That's true. That is that is fair. I don't know. I feel like it might be too e- early to go back to Aphrodite, or just a bit too easy. No, I I agree. I I still think Blue Marine should should win out here, but I I do agree that uh, Aphrodite has. You know, and I, I know a lot of my friends, like, I think most people enjoy Aphrodite, but mm-hmm. some people definitely have gotten a little bit tired of Aphrodite. Um, and I don't necessarily yeah. blame them, considering how... Specifically the red one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Specifically her. Um, and I still love Utami to, be- to death, but it's it's definitely one of those cases where it's like, oh, tag team match, that means that it has DDM and Aphrodite in it. And it, it that's... The fact that that's very, very, very like true is sort of an issue. So I think keeping Aphrodite away from the belts for a bit, um, and away from even the final for a bit, would be uh, wise here. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, my my predict final is Little Big Planet 2020 versus um, Blue Marine. I think Blue Marine over Little Big Planet. And yeah, um, like I said, Rin doesn't need to be protected in, in Stardom because she's not in Stardom enough to you know be a loser. So she's fine. Yeah, no, that's that is true. Um, maybe I'm overthinking it, but I feel like the two teams leading their blocks just winning is too easy. <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah. I feel like it's not, it's not typical of stardom to be like, yes, this person is leading the block and this person is leading the block, and uh, they are both going to go through to the final. You know, they've really they've really liked putting uh. Hazuki and Utami together for the past week. Maybe they do do a playoff. Like I would not be surprised if they put Utami in. A, like I, I said it during the fucking the five star. I was like, I think they just want Utami to always wrestle. Like I don't think they ever want her to stop to not be wrestling in a wrestling match. So <laughs> I could, I could see her going to a, a tiebreaker or a playoff with FWC. Um, but that would be a bit convoluted. Um, yeah, I a, don't think you do that on a pretty card, short. Then. Relatively, this is a pretty short tournament card, though. Um, obviously, there's, you know, what, one, two, three, four, five, six. There's six matches plus the seventh final match. Yeah. But, like, that's not a lot for a tournament final. Like, usually there's eight or nine. So I can see yeah. it. No. I can see them throwing I mean, in a, a playoff, especially if it's, like, a five-minute playoff. 
with like FWC just rolling them up, I could see that because they're fucking tired. Um, but, and I think FWC versus Blue Marine would be a very fun, like a very fun final. So that's what I want. Um, but I, that's a lot of convoluted things for ha- yeah, to happen. Yeah, like FWC just like cannot reasonably get through. Like it's just, it can't happen. Yeah, probably not. But if they do, I, I'm going to say I told you so, just so you know. Like, I'm the off chance, but if they do, you know. If you just predict Utami doing a playoff every time, then uh, you cannot then One go, day. oh yes, I was right. <laughs> One day it will happen. <laughs> they this like, is, this, they, Utami wrestles is... as much as she can on any given show. No, this is big Brad Shepard predicting Sasha Banks would come back every single week. How fucking dare you? No, 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 no. Okay, no. Like, it's one thing for, like, you know, like, that's just, you're a a terrible friend. You are a terrible friend. No, it's not, I'm not comparing you to the person. It's just the action is the same. He predicted Sasha Banks would come back every single week until she did. And then was like, ha, I was right. And... You are going to do Alex, this for the Alex, tournament. This is, this is like this is like if if I was eating a piece of bread and you're like you know Hitler also eat eight pieces <laughs> of bread, Dylan. You piece of shit. Like I mean, you're not a piece of shit. I'm not comparing you to Hitler, but he did eat pieces of bread and you are currently eating a piece of bread. <laughs> Fuck off, Alex. Come on, that's not that's not it at all. It's it's a very weak comparison. Do not call me Brad Shepard. I'm I'm very I'm actually I'm 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 hot. You got me hot. I'm 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 upset. That's fucking disrespectful. Like even if even if like I get what you're trying to say, it's mean. And you should apologize, because that's mean. Listen, if the shoe fits... Alex, (laughs) shut the fuck up, Alex. Be a good friend. (laughs) Stop being a bad friend, Alex. Like, you you could have compared me to anybody else who predicts things that never come true. You could have, like... Who who else has done The worst one. The worst one. (laughs) Every other wrestling journalist. No. (laughs) No, no. There's, that has never happened Meltzer before. Meltzer has Every... done that. Come on. No, he hasn't. He's not that bad. Oh, Jesus. Also, this isn't every week. It's every tournament. <laughs> In fact, it's the second tournament. This isn't even like I do this every single time. This is just the second tournament that I was like, you know, that could happen. And if it does happen, I was right. If it doesn't happen, then let's not talk about it. <sighs> You're a piece of shit. Um, that is our preview of the Tag League final it is yes Um, we think Blue Marine versus Himipoi 21 is the likely final but it's stardom so some fuckery could occur and I wouldn't be too shocked so um, we'll have to wait and see on that yeah um, yeah like because there's no real other Cause like yeah, I, I don't think there's any other way for this to go out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause like um, I'm looking at blue block if there's any difference, but like I don't I don't see anything happening there. Cause no. cause Kid and Rucka have the tiebreaker loss. Like they they can't win, um, just mathematically. And I don't see Micah and sherry yeah so yeah i think it's i think it's blue marine versus... you know what I, i've just noticed um micah i don't think is on any of the next set of shows either except for this little... one yeah but i don't think she's on the ones the week after yeah probably not 
Yeah, Imagine she's, she's doing this as a, as a, uh, you know, obligation, pretty much. Yeah. I just feel it's That's weird I mean. that I they're like, oh, she's taking see... two shows off, and they're like, oh, yeah, and then she's taking two more, but we're not telling you about those. Um, I, I definitely don't think that Micah does much in this match. Um, no, with probably not. Kid and Ruaka. Um, Konami is back, though, notably on the, the 21st, so that's something to look forward Ooh. to. But um, yeah, like the Tag League Final is Stardom's only show this weekend, so that's all we have to preview. Um, we will be back that's next fun. week to review Tag League and look forward to the uh, pretty fun lineup for Edion Osaka Arena number two and a show in Tsushima. So uh, have fun. Enjoy. And with yeah. that, uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Last week, last week we forgot uh, that there's going to be a big Nagoya show in January. Um, we did not mention that last week. We should have. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, that's gone so under the radar, though, because it's like, we're running Eddie on Osaka Arena. We're running Sumo Hall. We're running Osaka Joe Hall. We're running Nagoya. <laughs> that, yeah. The G1's high, like, so it's the wrestling capacity there is 7,000, but New Japan has never gone over like 6,500. They usually go around 1,500 to 5,000. So, you know, unless they go crazy, which I doubt they do because Nagoya isn't that crazy of a market for them anymore. Um, I mean, it is, but, you know, it's, it's, you know, they don't have, they don't have jungle anymore. So they don't have like that big hometown hero type. and they don't go there that often anymore. So I imagine they don't get anywhere near 5,000. But that's no. really the limit for what they would get. Because only G1 shows have gotten over 5,000 for that Nagoya oh. show. Like for that Nagoya arena. Yeah. And whatever they have in January, it is not... A- All right. Attempt number two at this outro. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're in Nagoya. Uh, not high hopes attendance-wise. But we'll have to wait and see what they bring to the table there. Um, but with that, it is time to close the show. If you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Leave today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Ijo. Ijo. And enjoy the music that I didn't know we had, the outro music. Do, do, do. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 